Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, Vern Glenn of CBS, affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco, F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Holy smokes, I forgot to write down the theme, but it uh, looks like it's going to be uh, football again. Again, we got to keep... Oh, I was hoping the theme was... I I thought it was the theme to the love boat. Cute. Um, We got to figure. You know, each time that there's a a season, we like to stick with it for a while. So we're we're gonna we're probably be in football for a while here. All right. Uh, A couple things we want to talk about. Uh, Amazon getting into football. Uh, The Mets and the Rangers. Holy smokes! What a shopping spree they're on. Um, Tiger Woods. Kind of curious as to what your guys' take is on that uh, idea that you know he's he's not at 100 percent and he has basically said he'll probably never be. So I'm wondering what his impact's going to be on that. By the way, yeah. RIP Lee Elder. Yeah. Yeah. I read about that. That's sad. Um, yeah, 87? 87. 87, yeah. Uh, also, I want to ask you guys about the, the whole idea of LeBron getting uh, a couple of fans ejected. I don't think they actually said what they said. But it seems like that's actually happened before, not with yeah. LeBron, but with other in other instances. That's that's happened before. There's believe it or not, there are standards of conduct for those seats down that low, that close to the players. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if the players have to adhere to the same conduct because sometimes they'll uh, drop the f bombs and whatever. Well, I mean, if, well, I mean that's why we tee them up. Uh huh. We haven't seen any of them throw up on the court yet, though. So no. that's that's oh. something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments yielding over 6%. They had to lower it because there's too much competition in California. Secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Tahoe. 
Idaho Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Make your holidays sizzle with Smewin's annual treat, the Christmas Ballet. This witty, wonderful celebration of the season offers something for everyone. From ballet to tap dancing, jazz and swing, with new surprises added every year. The San Francisco Chronicle calls Smewin's Christmas Ballet sheer joy, the finest toast to the season. Don't miss Smewin's Irresistible Christmas Ballet. At theaters around the Bay, order your tickets today. Palio Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays, reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paliosf.com, P-A-L-I-O-S-F.com. Live life at the Mount View Hotel in Calistoga with poolside wine and music every afternoon at their vino and vinyl bar. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, enjoy dinner and a movie in their new outdoor theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel, a small boutique hotel where there's never large crowds, just beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, MountViewHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. I'm Edward Brown, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. All right, guys. Uh, you guys missed a wonderful talk about throwing up. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, for- unfortunately, the audience didn't hear that part. Um, so first, uh, Amazon getting into football. It looks like they're going to pay a billion dollars a year for the rights to Thursday night football. And uh, potentially, what, building their own park? I mean, I'd, you'd think that that's the first thing they would do is build a park, right? Well, so Amazon we saw what Hulu was doing. Hulu has live sports. And so uh, Amazon, they got more money than anybody. Why not have a seat it's, at the table? It's going to get to the point where you're not going to be able to watch anything on broadcast TV anymore. It's going to yeah. be 17 games a season, and they're all going to be on different channels. And you're going to probably have to pay a price to see every single game per season. 
Yeah, because what's well, if Disney... that happens, I hope I'm long out of the business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. What's what's Disney doing? Uh, you know, with ESPN, they're spending like thirty billion dollars, and they're going to revamp stuff. Well, they have ESPN with every Plus. cent. Go, go ahead, Effie. They have ESPN Plus, which is their streaming service for sports. Yeah, but it looked like they were going to be. Um, uh, you know, worth spending. every cent considering you have to pay $250 a month for cable you know mm. just straight up just to get them to to send you any signal you know even your internet and then you have to pay five dollars a month here five dollars a month there five dollars a month here ten dollars for a pay-per-view twenty dollars for a pay-per-view fifty dollars for a pay-per-view it's really bleeding america and the rest of the world dry and they are going to kill this golden goose they they're really on the precipice of people just saying you know enough already and i'm not paying extra money to see stuff that just a few years ago i could see for free yeah that's good that's a good point and i mean even this Amazon- brings up a, go ahead this brings up a slight problem that i wanted to, to mention is that Fern, did you even know that, like, um, and and FP, that if you want to watch Warriors games here in the uh, uh, the region, they won't let you watch them by the streaming app until seventy two hours later. So you can't watch your own home team live on uh, on these streaming services because of an NBA rule. I have a friend who has Directv in Sacramento, and they stopped covering the Kings. And my friend has yes. tried to, not that you would want to go to a great length to see the Sacramento Kings these years, but he's he's a hardcore fan. And I, I guess that's all Kings fans are hardcore fans because yeah, what else have be. they got left? What well, else have they got left? Here's the problem. With, with these networks, they, they want you to pay a rights fee. They want you to be a rights holder, especially if you're at the, the network level. And some of these some of these cable stations, like a DirecTV, they don't want to pay. I mean, the rate is really high. And so that creates a feud between leagues and networks. And then that's why in the, in the end, we're, we're, we're the ones that get screwed in the end. We, the viewer, we're the fans, we're, we get screwed in the end. It happened in a kind of a low key way between the PAC 12 and direct TV. You could not get PAC 12 games on direct TV because nobody wanted to pony up. Now they've worked it out little bit but uh, but still i mean it's you know if you're but shouldn't you be able you, you to got watch a dual income dual income house and you're you're working to put food on the table i mean you want to be paying extra to see your favorite if you're sports. willing to, to pay if you are willing to pay though yeah. you should be able to watch live games in your area that are with a local team without the blackout rule being enabled and yeah, that's, that, the yeah that's the thing is if it when it used to be blacked out then you still be able to watch right. fp what, go ahead fp yeah i just want to speak on this so i actually took part and helped produce one of these games on a streaming service recently on the peacock network so i work for nbc sports bay area and with the giants uh, i believe they played a game against the cincinnati reds and it was a huge deal yes. and all this stuff but it's actually for free so the whole marketing scheme behind that is they want you to download the app so they want you to download the app. It will be free to watch. And they want to get the ad revenue from that game specifically. So they just want you to download the app. They want you to see the other features as of right now. They're not making you pay for the game. They just want to get the ad revenue, which is. As for now. As for now. So I, I know the numbers behind it. We, we have a lot of meetings. It's, it's really good ad revenue. So these are new things. Yeah. YouTube games. That's another thing. Free. It's free. 
So it's trying to give more access actually to other regions and not have as many blackouts. So this how many, is another how way. many downloads do you how many downloads do you think it'll take before they hit what their 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 target is? Well, I think they're just trying to get as many downloads as possible. It's just trying to get people to download the app because Peacock is a new launch network or a yeah. streaming service, I should say rather. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're trying to obviously pivot to sports. The biggest pull for them right now is having The Office on the Peacock, which is okay. obviously one of the most famous shows in American history. So um, They also own all of the WWE footage now. So that's they, true. They, that's they, very true. And then they're going to start streaming the Premier Games as well, uh, Soccer League, Premier League. So it's yeah. uh, these are steps and, and things that are going to just a new way of life. And it's streaming. And you know, it was inevitable. We've talked about this in this industry since, I mean, I, I've been in this industry not even close to as long as Werner Russ, but for six years now. And that was the main thing is how are we going to do a continuous streamlined show and get our ad revenue in? So this is something that is brand new and it, it's really going to be here to stay because the attention span of my generation and younger generations below me just won't hang with the commercials and this and that there's got to be other ways to do it and it's got to be instantaneous yeah you're going to be able to click a link and it's got to be there available you can't surf channels it can't be on tv it's got to be on your phone it's got to be on your laptop yeah we're yeah. watching for synthesis <clears throat> yeah, just curious for the viewers out there that are maybe at an advanced age not tech not technically sound how do you make money out of uh, out of out of the out of living in the app world so that's one of our hardest challenges. And what we try to do is we try to get people of influence, particularly on social media sites, or maybe even uh, a, a target demographic of how to watch this game specifically. So say, um, I don't know, a lot of people read the news, right? So maybe, or, or older people read newspapers or this or that, whatever it is, we want to try to get the word out on these forums. This is how you do it. And we want to make it easy as possible. We want to make it easy, accessible for everyone. And a lot of people had a lot of negative feedback when we had the first stream games on the Peacock network, just because it was something new and novel. But once mm-hmm. they realized it was, it was actually pretty easy to access, there's a lot of positive feedback we got. Mm. But there is a huge okay. learning curve. That's true. It's, it's the older generations, and especially with baseball, out of all the sports where we try to do this on first, that's like one of the hardest audiences to do that with. And yeah. we were pretty successful. Yeah, it was, I just finished watching the social net, uh, dilemma. If you have you seen that yes. movie and yes. uh, doc, I guess it's more of a documentary, and it was very very interesting about. It's almost like the like you know various be it Google, Facebook, YouTube. They almost don't care whether something's true or not. It, it, they just as just get as many viewers as possible, and then they, that's how they show the uh, the advertisers, right? Go ahead. So so the the the, the advertisers out there that are just dying to find this audience and find potential people that will that, that will buy into their content or, or, or their product they'll actually go there and and and, and advertise through the streaming channel where, where sometimes during the a timeout they'll split the screen yep, and yep. they and, and they run the advertisement right yep so Vern our number one audience that we try to target and it's actually the hardest audience in the world for us right now at least for from a sports media standpoint is people between the ages of 16 to 35 years old. We okay. have a real hard time getting that audience's attention for some reason in sports. It's really easy to get everybody else above that age. It's really hard to get that target demographic because they're always on their phones. They're always doing 10 other things besides just watching the game. 
right? So this is a way we can get instant access. That's a huge plus for us. And if they just happen to see it real quick and they see an advertisement, advertisers will pay a huge premium for that to get the attention of that really, really hard to get audience. Gotcha. Wow. Hey guys, okay. Come to our first commercial break here. We're talking football. Who was the first NFL rusher to run for 25 touchdowns in a season? That's our trivia question. Email. Can you give a year. Can you give us a year? At least? Um, I'm sure. 1995. Okay, great. Thank Who's you. the first NFL rusher to run for 25 TDs in a season? All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We will be right back. Don't miss that though. Hello. You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003.
Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Russell Jackman, and Vern Glenn here. All right, guys, uh, who was the first NFL rusher to run for 25 TDs in a season? The year was 1995. My guess is LaDainian Tomlinson. I was going to guess LaDainian as well. No, that, that would have been a good guess, F.P. Uh, I, was, I, was, I wasn't probably born yet. So. Yeah, you're probably, I, wasn't, I love that. Oh. I wasn't probably born yet. <laughs> I was born in March in 1995. So oh, I, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, oh here, here's another guess. Marshall Falk. No, uh, no, and it's a, a normal name. Um, Hall of Famer. Uh, goes around the country still uh, giving a lot of talks. Uh, Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Yeah. Ah. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's interesting. I met him at um, a, a business meeting. They had him as a guest speaker, and he was talking real estate. And uh, you know who he hooked up with? Roger Staubach. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Roger got into real estate and he was really sharp. And uh, so Emmett kind of got on his coattail, sort of like Indomitian Sue gets on uh, with Warren Buffett. You know, I guess those guys are kind of close. You know, kind of cool. Something that just is just always resonated with me. Emmett Smith is the first NFL player or first sports athlete that that have been around that when asked to sign something, he looked at him and said, ah, I'm sorry, I can't sign that. It was it was it was like a jersey, but it was it was made by a different company or whatever. And he and he and he would not sign the jersey. Because wow. it was a different company. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whether wonder... it was you know Adidas versus Nike or whatever, and it was you just looked at the jersey and went, "Oh man, sorry man, I can't sign that one." What well, if he's... I, so wow. maybe that's that's in his contract. Uh, with... Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It had, I'm sure it was a, a contractual thing. Wow. Wow. Nice guy. I mean, he 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 apologized to the fan and go, "Hey, I'm sorry, I I can't, I just can't sign that." Wow. Maybe sign something else, you know. Yeah, did a fan offer his forehead or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Just know. The tape and then put it on there. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to a little baseball here. The Mets and the Rangers on a shopping mm-hmm. spree. Corey Seager, 10-year, $325 million. Wow. Max Scherzer, three years, $130 million. And Max is 37 years old? Yep. Uh, Get him so out of the NL West. Yeah, that's all I care about. Well, they, are they going to assume that Max is going to be like another Nolan Ryan, you know, to keep bringing it? Uh... And let's don't forget Marcus Simeon. He had 40 yeah. some odd bombs last year. He signed a deal for $175 million. So, all told, I mean, the Mets are, well, the, the Rangers have spent like a, a half billion dollars. Half billion dollars. But, uh, but it's, yeah. it's crazy about what all I these teams are just all in like that. What I loved was the news was saying the Dodgers are going to sign re-sign Scherzer. The Angels are going to sign Scherzer. The Giants are going to sign Scherzer. And, of course, he goes to the Mets. You know, yeah, the, I mean, the, that, that price is just absolutely ridiculous for Max Scherzer. And we've actually seen historically after he goes in a deep run in the playoffs, his next year isn't too good. So hopefully he isn't burnt out. Uh, we saw a lot of arm fatigue when he was with the Dodgers in that playoff run with them especially in that Brave series in the NLCS. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm the biggest Max Scherzer fan of all time. And to watch him and Jacob deGrom, if they both stay healthy, pitch is going to just be fantastic for the sport of baseball. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I wonder if the Rangers are still sort of reeling over uh, the two World Series they lost, you know, in such a short <clears throat> period of time. They're going, you know oh, what? Forget it. We're just going to spend the money. We're just going to 
pay to win a World Series. Hey, hey man, this is Texas. They do everything big in Texas, so they, you know, hey, they're <laughs> good. How can you have a favorite player that's come not out. a giant? Wait, uh, FP, F- go ahead. Well, I got to watch him a lot when uh, in D.C. when FP Senior was the broadcaster for the Washington Nationals. So I got to got to meet him personally and talk with him a bunch. He's he's a psychopath and a really good person. So he's a, he's a lot <laughs> of fun. If I'm wrong, he's he's one of the few guys that um, like like an Australian Shepherd. He's got like different color eyes. Oh yes, Eyeballs. oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah one's color- green and then one's like brown or something like that. It's funny. I talked to a big league hitting coach once, and he said, "I just told my hitters don't look into the brown eye." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I'm wondering, how do you, how do you put together uh, psychopath and good guy together? That's kind of well. He just turns into a really really competitive person when he gets on the mound, and then off the field, he's just as nice as it gets. But guys, I really want to talk about why all of these teams are signing before the Defe- December first collective bargaining agreement deadline, right? Yeah. So a huge, huge thing that I think is being missed and no one's really talking about right now is that they want a salary cap ceiling and a salary cap floor. So that way these teams that are actually paying their entire rosters less than Max Scherzer, I'm talking about the Orioles, I'm talking about the A's, all these other teams, right? They're paying less than Max Scherzer right now. It's crazy. So you're seeing a lot of these teams that maybe would be tanking all of a sudden spending a lot of money to maybe try to get the jump on the collective bargaining agreement, which is, I think it's going to be inevitable. There's going to be a hundred million cap floor at least, or maybe even 75 million. So that way these teams can spend money and actually pay their players and try to stay competitive. But then on the flip side, there's got to be a salary cap and there's probably going to be a salary cap for players. We're going to see something similar to the NBA. So we might see things like uh, four or five years deals like we're seeing from Max Scherzer right here in the future. And uh, I think it's going to bring a lot of change to the sport. I think we're going to see a lot of stars move around to relevant teams. And uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how the whole thing pans out. But unfortunately, I got to report this today as of uh, Friday, November 30th, uh, they met right before the deadline and the meeting only lasted 30 minutes. So we're going to probably have a really long lockout. And I've been hearing from people within the baseball circle that there might not be a regular start to the season, maybe a month or two uh, past the regular starting date, because it's pretty ugly right now. Nobody's really seen IDI. Yeah, I'd heard the same thing, that there was going to be some kind of pushback to the beginning of the season because the two sides are not close on an agreement. No, not not at all. What's the A's payroll? How much is that? (laughs) No. Roughly, I I don't really. How much know. you got? <laughs> How much you got? Yeah, I don't really yeah, know. They, uh, they 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 they've they've always had small market mentality yeah. with paying their players. I mean, they will not they will not pay big dollar for a free agent to come in. I mean, they uh, they they want to they want to do, do mid season transactions. They go on a uh, free agent contract that, that that maybe is expiring at the end of the season, like a Starling Marte. And uh, and and just and just ride it that way. And it's That's funny they they want to move. They want to move to Las Vegas, right? And in that market, everything is about going big or going home. So you're right. going to have to spend a lot of money in that market if you want anybody to come to a baseball game. You have to actually bring in stars. So it, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do if they actually do move to Vegas. They have to spend money, or else no one's going to care about baseball. Aren't they, aren't they um, still? Isn't there still talk about building uh, in Oakland? Yeah, at this point, the, you can see it. You can see that the plan exactly what they're doing. They're getting rid of all their stars. They're trading everything. They're marking up season tickets. They're marking up 
concession stand prices to try to drive down the attendance. So that way they could go to major league baseball and say, Hey, look, nobody wants baseball here in Oakland. And that way yep. it justifies them moving. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did, didn't, didn't I see that in the movie major league? <laughs> well, that's exactly what's happening here. Pretty much. <laughs> that's what they it, got It's the, uh... very sad because Oakland baseball has such a rich history. And uh, I think Oakland baseball fans and just Bay area sports fans deserve a lot better. Yeah. And from a revenue standpoint, I mean, I feel bad for, for, I guess from the mayor all the way down, because that's, that's a city revenue wise. It just doesn't have any money. And so, uh, it, you know, they've, they've got, you know, education issues and keeping teachers and, and infrastructure issues and, and stuff like that with other businesses that are in Oakland. And then you've got, I mean, they've already lost the Raiders. They lost the Warriors. And, and now you've got a baseball team where, you know, you split up a 162 game season. That's a lot of jobs around the Coliseum and, and a lot of those jobs are going to be lost now if they lose the A's. And I believe the A's per, have, have already purchased land in the Las Vegas area with the, with the, with the, with the, I guess the option to build a stadium if they want to, I, I think, I think that land has been bought, which is a bad sign. Yeah. I guess they couldn't share the uh, stadium with uh, the Raiders. Could they? No, <laughs> Oh, we're well not past gonna, most of the stadium. Not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Vegas went to Mark Davis with a wheelbarrow full of money and went, here, come play in our house. And then that was that was it. Mm-hmm. We're never going to see a multiple-use stadium again. No, I don't think Teams so. are worth too so. much. Yeah. yeah, That's a little, little too much. All right. Uh, we've got one minute before we have to cut to a break. Um Really quickly, LeBron James uh, gets the fans, gets a couple of fans ejected, which uh, Vern has uh, mentioned before that uh, that's not the first time that it's happened. Been, no. Not necessarily with LeBron, but with other players. So there's a code of conduct for fans when you have certain seats, uh, probably in the whole stadium, in the whole, you know, arena. Uh, but the, do the players uh, have to keep up to the same standards? I mean, yeah, they might get a technical foul, but. Well, first, the first that what the fans allegedly said was he wishes his kids would die and that they would die in a horrible accident. So I think that's crossing the line first and foremost. And I don't think players say that to each other ever. There's no, that, that's, kinda, that's weird. Yeah, that's just something that's not OK. And I think that completely justifies ejecting fans. I know. Why can't people just, you know, it's, it's one thing, like you said, if you if you boo a player or something, but that should be the end of it. All right. Cutting to our next commercial break here. Football is what we're talking about. Uh, in 2004, the Colts, Peyton Manning broke Dan Marino's season touchdown total by throwing 49. Marino of the Dolphins had 48 in 1984. The record was previously set in 1961 by which quarterback? 61. Come on. Is it AFL or NFL quarterback in Uh, 1961? Well, they didn't. Oh, that's right, because they didn't merge. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the AFL. All right. I'll read it again when we come back from break. Stay with us. Don't touch that dial.
more holidays, sizzle with Smewin's annual treat, the Christmas Ballet. This witty, wonderful celebration of the season offers something for everyone, from ballet to tap dancing, jazz and swing, with new surprises added every year. The San Francisco Chronicle calls Smewin's Christmas Ballet sheer joy, the finest toast to the season. Don't miss Smewin's Irresistible Christmas Ballet. At theaters around the Bay, order your tickets today. Live life at the Mount View Hotel in Calistoga with poolside wine and music every afternoon at their vino and vinyl bar. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, enjoy dinner and a movie in their new outdoor theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel, a small boutique hotel where there's never large crowds, just beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years, MountViewHotel.com. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Trade Pros. Ferguson is committed to making business with us the easiest part of your day. Ferguson.com is designed to help run your business from the office to the job site by making your day-to-day activities easier with 24-7 account access, unmatched online inventory, and on-the-go account management. And with our Pro Plus customer loyalty program, you can earn points with every online purchase, redeemable for merchandise, event tickets, trips, and more. Sign up today at Ferguson.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. Uh, in 2004, the Colts, Peyton Manning, broke Dan Marino's season touchdown total by throwing 49. Marino of the Dolphins had thrown 48 in 1984. The record was previously set in 1961 by which quarterback? And you said you, you think it was an AFL quarterback. I, I think I 1961. Think, yeah, I mean it's okay. The the, uh, the team is still in existence uh, under a different name, but uh, they they're I think they're still considered in the AFL. Yeah. So an existing team went by another team. Fine, you don't know who it is. Just say you don't know who it is. The the team moved 
kept the name for a little bit. Then they changed the name of the team. And then the old um, venue took, got a new team. <laughs> I mean, I'm making this more complicated than these. Okay, so this, okay, so this is, uh, this, this sounds like the old Houston Texans in 1961, right? And the quarterback of that team was, oh, gosh. Was, but not the Houston Texans. It was the Houston Oilers. Come on. 61, 19, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, he ended all up. All I got is Warren Moon. No, 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 no. This is 61. This is uh, like this. I know. Like, okay, he went. It, what, what was, it, it, it wasn't Lynn Dawson. Was it Lynn Dawson? No, 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 because he went to the Chiefs. I mean, he was. No, 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 no. Yeah. But Lynn Dawson started in the AFL. AFL? Okay, with it. Okay. Like playing play for the Dallas Texans, and then they moved to Kansas City. Gotcha. And became okay. Kansas so City Chiefs. This quarterback ended up being a, a quarterback and a kicker for the Raiders. Oh, George Blanda. George Blanda. Oh, wow. Okay. I had that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, and he tied. Okay. What quarterback did he tie in 1963? Come on. Y.A. Tittle. There you go. Y.A. Tittle, right. number 14. have a Y.A. Tittle trivia in the, in the show at some point. You know why I like that? You know, you know why I like Y.A. Tittle? Because – the 49ers gave up on him. They cut him. They got rid of him yeah. because they wanted to bring up Billy um, or a John Brody. John Brody yeah. Okay. And so why he goes to the Giants and wins an NFL championship. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Crazy. Uh, hey, guys, uh, really quickly, uh, Tiger Woods. Um, so, yep. you know, just him practicing kind of, you know, makes a viral uh, video. Uh, so apparently, you know, he says that he'll probably like never be a hundred percent, which is understandable after, you know, the accident. So I'm just kind of wondering how, it, how much of an impact on golf do you think this will be? You know, cause it's, it's like an impact on golf in tournaments that he enters, but, but yeah. I, I think, I think. Vern, your, your, uh, your voice, your, your, your microphone is uh, cutting in a, out a little bit too much. How about now? Yeah, still a little bit out there. I don't know why. That, it is what it is. <laughs> what can I do, man? Hey, it's the internet. It's the internet. There you go. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, but go ahead. I, I can hear you, though. Go ahead. But my, the, the point being, his brand is so big. Yeah. It, it, it's, as long as he even grips a club and is on camera and says, golf is a great game, that's going to help the sport. Gotcha. Did you, know, did you know that it was like 50-50 as to whether they were going to amputate one of those legs. I did so, not know that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. I mean, they, they had to think long and hard, but they decided to try and save the leg, and they did. Now, he says, as you said, he'll never be 100%. Yeah. There's no way he's going to ever play full-time on the PGA. He wants to reserve the right to select events that he wants to play in. And Tiger's done his homework because he knows that Ben Hogan did the same thing after his accident. And so he's just being a historian that he is, he's just kind of following that model. So we've got to and, and, and just see how physically he is able to play because anything less than his standards, he's just not going to do it. So, uh, ben Hogan, was he in a car accident? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, 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 and came back. Oh, yeah. Oh. Amazing. Yeah. And I guess, you know, just with the name Tiger Woods, uh, uh you're right. Anything he touches is still going to be at least. Uh, oh, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Because golf has been, you know, they've had some really good players, uh, just and a lot of somewhat newbies come out. They've had some really good players, but 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 he, 
but but Tiger is the one that made it mainstream. So the everyday man go out and get a cheap set of clubs yeah. and go out and play. He brought out the inner city kids, and 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 I mean he kind of initiated the whole first tee program for inner city kids to 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 fall in love with the game. And yeah. so without him, it's just going to be perceived as that's a bunch of rich country club guys playing playing a sport that nobody can afford. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, because uh, we were just talking about uh, Lee Elder passing, and yep. uh, you know he was eighty-seven, um, but I guess he didn't make it. Well, it was a different time then. So he played full time on tour. He has four PGA Tour wins, okay. and he was the first black to play in the Masters. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the hate yeah. around Augusta, Georgia, in nineteen seventy-four? When he showed up to play in the Masters, I, mean, I just, but I mean, in the I, 70s too. I mean, I can understand in the 50s, you know, I mean, not I understand, but you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I understand. Edward, it's the deep South. Yeah, I know, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, because in the, because I grew up in the 60s and 70s and it's like, you know, here in uh, little old Northern California, you know, peoples is peoples. And so we, we just never really thought about it, but I get, I do yourself, I, do, do, do yourself a favor, not really a favor. Give yourself two weeks. Move to Georgia. Yep. <laughs> and just, and just, and just, 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 just move, move to rural Georgia, and well, just see what life is. I, like. Okay, so I haven't been. The culture shock. I haven't been in Georgia. Okay, uh, the only southern. And I live five years in Alabama. Oh, <laughs> so I, I know. I bet you do. Yeah. So I, I've never been to Georgia, um, but the other only, the, the only south I've been to is Southern California. Does that count? No, no, it does no. not. Sorry. No. <laughs> I just want to make sure I make that clear. It's not, it's not the same. All right. Uh, what else you guys want to talk about? Yeah, do, do, do try driving across the United States. You'll learn a lot about this country. Oh, you I've know, driven across the United States twice. You understand why Trump was elected. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, learn, you learn why there's the thing called the flyover state. You'll understand <laughs> yeah. what that all means. And you'll also understand the term Nebraska. Because I challenge anyone to tell me where Nebraska ends and Iowa begins. There's no sign that says you're entering Iowa? Oh, sure. But you tell me five minutes later that you can tell me the difference between Nebraska and Iowa. Because you can't. There is no difference. So it's just one giant state that I call Nebraska. Yeah, it's all, all cornfields, right? Yes. It's all yes. too, isn't it? All flat. All flat, yeah. And drive as fast as you can without getting caught. I remember going into uh, a place called Independence, Kansas. Not Independence, Missouri, but Independence, Kansas. Yep. Flying to Oklahoma. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a football power there, uh, the Independence Community College. Okay. Featured, so, featured on yeah. a, an episode of uh, Last Chance You. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I we, have an Independence t-shirt, Independence football really? t-shirt from okay. that school. So we, uh, we, we, the reason we went there was we, uh, finan- we actually finan- financed the purchase of the Arco build- building, uh, the Arco pipeline headquarters building in the 90s. Uh, they were selling it going down to Houston. And so our borrower came to us. So we said, well, we want to check out the building. So we fly into Oklahoma City and it's about an 80 mile drive. And I'm looking and I, I, I didn't realize how flat it was there. I mean, I, you know, you always heard about like, you know, Iowa, Nebraska, and all that, but I didn't know Oklahoma City to Independence, uh, Kansas was going to be like that. And I'm looking, and there's like, I mean, it's just like until the eye can see, right? 
and I see this little mound that's probably 50 feet high. And I said, and I, I tell our driver, I said, I go, I bet that's really expensive land, you know, kind of kidding around. He says, no, actually, you're right. <laughs> it's just like the highest point for like 100 right. miles. <laughs> oh, boy. And I guess that's where the flat earthers come from, right? That's that's pretty flat. It's a big country, man. <laughs> yep. Yes, it is. All right. We have a couple of minutes before we have to go to, go to break. Uh, FP, what's on your mind? Me? Yeah. Well, I'm just worried about the collection bargaining agreement. I'm always looking at the, the news that's coming out about it. I uh, hope we have baseball. I know we just had a fantastic season of baseball and I hope they can continue it. But uh, besides that, uh, just how uh, the, the NFL is going too. everything's looking like it's trending upward in sports. And of course, uh, must watch TV right now, regardless if you're in the Bay Area or not. Steph Curry. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. one in the, 18 and two guys. That's 18 and two. It's not just he is the he is the greatest showman in the game. And 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 the Warriors make the mistake are back. Now, by the time this show airs, the Warriors and the Phoenix Suns would have played twice Mm. in a home and home. And the Phoenix Suns, as as we record this show, 15 and three. I'm sorry, 17 and three, and they've won 16 games in a row. So when those two collide, I mean that's gonna be appointment television so we'll we'll see what happens uh, if if the warriors can get out of the week clean you know the thing i'm really enjoying about football this year is how many teams are you know in the in the standings are so close yeah yeah Yeah, the standings and the the the, the wild card race i love the fact that a couple of teams that, that 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 were that were left for dead the washington football team and the 49ers Mm-hmm. What a difference three weeks makes because each team won three straight games and are right in the wild card playoff hunt. So I, I, I love those kind of stories where almost in Rocky Balboa fashion, they get off the campus campus and, and they just start, start, start grinding and just punching their way back in the relevance, which is exactly what's happening now. Well, how about those? And if Northern California, if Northern California had all the tears that were flowing from Seattle Seahawk fans, the drought would be over right now. Mm-hmm. Last night, the crying on Monday Night Football by Seattle fans for losing and pretty much ending their season um, was was enough that even I think the uh, the Seattle folks were like, "That's a lot of that's a lot of moisture coming out," you know, <laughs> and they're used to it. Yeah, Seattle's looking for answers now. Now that they've they've got eight losses, and and the 49ers coming in on Sunday, a uh, a, a one thirty kick for that one on Channel Five, by the way. And uh, and and hey, Niners got a chance to really do some more damage. And how about the L.A. Rams? Here's a team that just ran away with everything. They started off seven and one, and people were like, "Oh, that, that team's going to the Super Bowl." And now the Rams have fallen on hard times. In fact, the Rams, I believe, are only. One, One game, game ahead of the 49ers in the wild card race. Well, what's the deal with Matthew Stafford? He came, again, he came out really strong, and then a few games he just kind of looked really sick. Well, I'd rather be Matthew Stafford than Russell Wilson, the way the way they've been struggling, especially yeah. Russ. He just, boy, Russ is, uh, he's almost, he and he and Cam Newton should be having a, a, a text conversation right now yeah. because both of them are just trying to try to find whatever they've lost. Yeah. Oh boy. How about those lions though? Huh? A couple of weeks ago, finally got a tie. But yeah. yeah. 
They're like, best winless team in football. <laughs> Only winless team in football. I just wish we weren't subjected to them on Thanksgiving every year. That's the, hey, that's, that's tradition, man. Yeah. I'm I'm ready to break that tradition because it's funny because uh, usually that's about the only time they usually win. You know, there's just something about that home team uh, uh, Thanksgiving Lions thing. Okay, hey guys, going to cut to our last commercial break here. Which receiver set a record for 143 receptions in 2002? Okay, that's our trivia question. Which receiver? set a record for 143 receptions in 2002. AFC or NFC? Uh, AFC. AFC. All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. This report is sponsored by IBM. Use of artificial intelligence is rapidly increasing, but for AI to improve our lives, it must be trustworthy. IBM's human-centered approach to AI puts ethical principles at the center of governed data and technology and fosters an open and diverse ecosystem. Recently, IBM was profiled in a report by the World Economic Forum as a leader in responsible AI. Seth Dobrin, Chief AI Officer, IBM. The benefits of AI for business stand to grow exponentially, but only if society trusts it. 
That's why IBM is working with businesses across the globe to bring products like Watson Studio together with the right practices and the right policies to allow businesses to adopt and scale AI safely and effectively. IBM believes that successful and trustworthy AI recognizes three principles. It augments human intelligence, data and insights belong to their creator, and these technologies are transparent and explainable. To learn more, visit ibm.com slash Watson slash trustworthy dash AI. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vernon Glenn, and Russell Jackman. Uh, guys, third trivia question. Which receiver set a record for 143 receptions in the year 2002? I'm going to say wow. Randy Moss. No? It's a good guess. I'm going to say Marvin Harrison. Yes, Marvin Harrison. Uh, Very good. There you go. See? Thank you, Peyton Manning. Yeah, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Yep, 2002. All right, guys, any last uh, uh, things before we uh, go to our thoughts for the day? I mean, oh, you used to watch Steph Curry play. That's for me. I mean, if you haven't watched him play yet this season, I'm not even a huge NBA fan, but he's making me a believer. Let's just put it that way. I, I can't I'm a huge him. NBA fan, and I agree, but it's not just that. The Warriors don't have a bad player on the roster. You look one through 12, and every single player there has a role and knows what they're doing this year. And that's a big difference from the last couple of years where the Warriors, with their injuries, didn't have guys stepping up and filling in the roles that are making them 18-2 and this year. Yeah, it was always kind of frustrating when you had certain big men who just couldn't you know, it's like, ah, it's painful to watch them sometimes, you know? Um, okay, guys. I will say, I will say this though, real quick before your thoughts for the day. Um, we're talking so much about the Warriors and Clay Thompson hasn't even joined the team yet. Ah, mm-hmm. Good point. Let, let, good let that point. one marinate a little bit. Yeah, very good. What a, problem, what a nice problem to have. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Very spin of riches. I wonder if he'll make the team. Okay. Here's our thoughts. <laughs> Why did the Italian chef call the locksmith? Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Oh, oh nice, nice. No, yeah, nice. Okay, and I thought, I didn't think orthopedic shoes would help me, but I stand corrected. Hey! Very oh, good. Oh, Very good. A couple of good dad jokes. I like those. Nice. Okay. <laughs> tune in next week to Sports Econ. I always say that just because you want to be able to tell those to your kids. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week.